0: Well, grab a seat across our campuses, 2020 is the start of a new decade, I'd like to call it a decade of destiny, a decade where I've been here 30 years now, and I believe that God has prepared us, He's done so many things in our lives, and I have this tremendous sense that right now, God is about to do some extraordinary things in our church and in your life as well. The time has come. It's like the prayer bowls have been filling and filling and filling the prayer bowls of heaven, and God is beginning now to pour them out. And we're going to see the answer to some prayers that we have prayed for many, many years. And I felt tonight to say to you that some of you have prayed some prayers for, for, for 10 years, for, for 20 years, some for 30 or 40 years so for a long time, but I believe the time is very near where God is going to answer those prayers. There is an appointed time for the bowls of heaven to be poured out. So never ever stop crying out to God, never stop praying. You know, it took, about, it took us about six weeks of prayer to see my dad saved, but it took 20 years to get my mum. But the key was I just had to keep praying until each one came through. But now the prayer bowls are beginning to be poured out. Get ready for a miracle. Get ready for an answer to prayer in your life and also in our church. We've got 21 days of prayer and fasting coming up. I know you're so excited about that. February 24th. I think there's a slide for that until March, uh, is it the 15th? No, that's not there. That's not him. He probably needs to fast. But anyway, he will be fasting because he's coming. Maybe we didn't get that slide. That's okay. Never mind. It's coming up. And uh, you know, after uh, all the eating and feasting of holidays, some of you need to go on an extended fast. (laughs) Tell the person next to you, I think he's talking about you. Yeah. You know, in the natural, there are four seasons of summer, autumn, winter, and spring, but in the spiritual, there's also seasons, and I believe that we prophetically, you could call it a season of spring, but it's one of productivity, of growth. And enlargement. This has been prophesied over this church, over Church Unlimited in very recent times by a reliable prophetic source. And uh, so I think we'll see many of the prophetic words for Church Unlimited fulfilled in the coming season, but also many of your prophetic words are now going to start to be fulfilled. I know for myself that the, the words I've had over decades, I'm beginning to see them now be, come to pass. And the thing is, you just got to keep in there persevere, not give up. Because when God has spoken, what He speaks comes with a power for God to perform it. In the promise is the power. And so those words are on their way. So I want to share with you about four things that are so important, I think, for us to be mindful of this year. And the first thing is we're going to continue to see the Holy Spirit presence and power increase more and more in our church and also in our in our personal lives. We have we have a measure of the presence. We have a measure of the power. But how many of you agree we need a whole lot more? We need a tenfold, twentyfold, a hundredfold so when people walk in the doors, they get saved, they get healed, they get set free, they get baptized in the Holy Spirit, they get on fire for God. We need that kind of presence because we're putting religion to the sword. No longer I have to, but I want to. No, I don't have to serve, but I want to serve. I don't have to give. I want to give. I don't have to pray and fast, but I want to pray and fast. Religion says I have to. Reality says I want to. Yeah. Everyone say I want to. Wow. Yeah, come on, we want to. We're fired up from the inside. A prophetic word I got in 1994, if I'm right, that's 26 years ago. God spoke to me, Claire Isabel. Some of you know the story, <coughs> which I <want coughs> excuse me go into. But he said, Ataka, I want you to help me to bring back the ark of the covenant to the church. And that speaks of the manifest presence of God. I was given that word 25 years ago. Clearly, I can remember the hotel room I was in. I can remember I was on the bottom bed of a bunk bed, and God spoke those words to me. 25, 26 years have passed, and God is saying, now is the time. Now is the time for the manifest presence of God to come to His church, to come to Church Unlimited. And most of you know that a September the 1st at the West Campus in particular on Father's Day, the promise of the Father, which is the Holy Spirit, came to us. Since that time, we've seen His presence just gradually and slowly increasing more and more. Some of you won't know, but I sneaked into a couple of services during the holidays, make sure no one was misbehaving on the platform, and I heard David, Greta, David Peter speak, and Greta as well. I'll be talking to them later about some of the things they said. I'd been listening. I heard Sam and Jody as well speak, and uh, the thing I noticed, sitting right down the back there, was the presence of God. I thought, "Wow, things have changed. God is on the move, and this is what I believe is going to happen. That presence is going to increase. May not be dramatic, but it's going to increase a little by little, line upon line, so that we can take everybody with us. Historically, in some revivals, there's been a sudden outbreak of God, and but a lot of people weren't prepared." That they weren't in a position in God to handle an outbreak of the fire and so those revivals wouldn't last they would just go for a season and then they'd stop but I believe this time god's going to just this is my my what I'm thinking anyway is going to increase more and more. And I think the time will come we're going to say, gosh, we're in revival. But God will have prepared our hearts so much and, and ch- changed us on the inside that we'll be able to handle the revival when it comes so it doesn't dissipate over a few years but goes on and on and on and hopefully to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know about that. But, hey, wouldn't that be awesome if God would able to do that for us? So in line, line with that, friends, it's a perfect time for Rodney Howard Brown to come and visit us at West Campus next Wednesday, 7 p.m. He's on a 300-city tour around the world. This man probably has the ability to bring a move of God's Holy Spirit like few other men on the planet can do. And he's stopping in one city and in one church in New Zealand, and it just happens to be church unlimited. I believe... I believe that's been orchestrated from heaven. So if you're in Auckland, it's a must-come night. I I don't know whether we're going to fit everyone in here because I know when he's come in the past, they've been in 3,000 seaters and they've been packed out. And we can't handle that many people here at all. So if you're out of Auckland, consider coming along. I believe many people that night will encounter God. Many will be impacted by the Holy Spirit and step into a relationship that they've dreamed of and never experienced before. David was Israel's greatest king. The first thing he did was to bring back the Ark of the Covenant, bring back the presence of God, because he understood that the entire success of Israel, which is a type of the church, depended on having the Ark and the manifest presence of God in their midst. They camped around the presence of God. And friends, the entire success of the church of this century depends on having so much more of the presence of God in our midst. And that's what we need, friends. 1 Chronicles 15, 28. All Israel brought up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord with shouting, with the sound of a horn, and with trumpets and cymbals. It was a massive celebration. So as Church Unlimited across all our campuses, our vision for 2020 and beyond is bringing back the Ark Bringing back the manifest presence of God to the church. The church has focused on so many different things over the years to see church growth, to see community transformation, to see a nation turn to God, to see lives turned around. We have great leaders, we have amazing strategies, we have awesome preachers. And phenomenal communicators. Add to that, we have magnificent buildings. We have financial wealth. We have dazzling lights. We have community activity. Friends, I'm not here to criticize any of this. I'm guilty of some of it myself. But if we are honest, the reality is that all of these things have made very little difference to the church or to our nation. Our nation is still in decline. Church growth on new believers is almost non-existent. Many sick and not healed. Communities remain unchanged. Our nation has drifted further and further from God, and the church is lukewarm. We have to face up to the fact, friends, that the methods of the past have failed us. So we cannot keep doing business as normal. We cannot keep doing church as normal. To do that, Do what we've always done and expect another different result is a definition of insanity. So friends, I'm here to say at the beginning of 2020, things must change and they must change now. Not tomorrow, next year. They need to change now because we cannot be business as usual. If the church continues like it is today in 10, 20 years, what is the church going to be like? Friends, it'll be more lukewarm. The nation will be further away from God. And heaven, help our children and our grandchildren. It cannot be business as normal. Things must now change. And friends, at Church Unlimited, we are committed to making change and bringing transformation into our nation. The missing element, friends, is a strong, tangible life-changing presence and power of God as a central focus of the church and in every service. It's not a focus on the preaching. It's not a focus so much on the music or the fellowship or the events or everything else we do. The focus must be to bring the presence and the power of Almighty God into His church to restore the art of the glory of God. And God is jealous for His church. He's jealous to have first place in his church. He's jealous to be the central focus of his church. And this comes from much prayer and fasting. That's why we've got 21 days coming up. It takes obedience. It takes encounters with God. And in the coming decades, the coming decade at Church Unlimited, we're going to pursue with holy passion the presence of And the power of God until the church is set on fire, communities are transformed, and miracles are the norm. Would you join with me in welcoming the Holy Spirit into our church and into our lives like never before? Across campuses, why don't you do that quietly in your heart or vocally if you want to and say, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in Church Unlimited. You are welcome in my heart. I'll give you 10 seconds to do that right now. God will hear our cry. I want to ask every campus to join us in this incredible journey, which I call the pursuit of God. Remember those words, because you're going to hear them over and over again. The pursuit of God. This is not, friends, the pursuit of success. This is not the pursuit of being bigger and better. It's not the pursuit of popularity or profile. No, this is the pursuit of God Himself. Because when you seek God first, He promises to add everything else with it. When God is first, it's the package deal, friends. You get everything else along with it. The methods of the past have failed. And the challenge of the future set before us, I believe, friends, is to pursue God and His presence like never before. And if we do that, the trajectory of the church and of this nation will change, and it will turn more and more towards the living God. Friends, we're called to do this. We're graced to do this. And by God's help, we will do this. The pursuit of God. Why don't you tell the person next to you, it's all about the pursuit of God. One of the biggest mistakes we can make is to live in the pursuit of blessing. No, God first. God first. Seek His first and watch what God will do in your life. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. God first. The pursuit of God. I've told you before, my prayers have dramatically changed in the last months or year or so, friends. Very rarely now do I pray for the blessing of God or for success or growth and all those things. I used to pray for so much, more anointing, more open doors, more opportunities. Friends, most of that's gone to the side. And now I live in the pursuit of God. To find God and to know Him more and more and deeper and deeper in my life. And I'm beginning to have revelations of aspects of God that I've never ever seen before. Friends, it is the most liberating thing. You see, we can't all have great success. We can't all have popularity. We can't all have open doors. We can't all have the blessings we want. But friends, we can all have a relationship with God that is so extraordinary and so amazing. This is not for the select few, it's for everybody. And guess what, friends? I've never felt more free in my life. Because it's a pursuit of God, not all this other stuff. And the truth will set you free. Make the transition, friends, to seeking God more than you seek his blessings. For me, this is the most exciting challenge In all the decades I've had in walking with God, I believe the church will rise and become what God's always intended it to be, a place where lives are transformed, captives are set free, broken bodies are healed, relationships are restored, communities are transformed. Church will no longer be sidelined by society, sidelined by government with no voice, with no real influence, but we will become a force to be reckoned with. A force that can bring transformation and change. The upper room gives us two essential ingredients to see more of God's presence and more of His power and to see revival. And you know this, you're familiar with it. Can I restate it for Church Unlimited 2020? The first is there was prayer. Make this a year where your prayer life increases. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. There's three houses that's talking about, in my opinion. It's talking about the house of God, yes. It's talking about the house you live in. And it's talking about your own personal house, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Three houses. Make them all houses of prayer. The future of your family depends on your home being a house of prayer. The future of this church and nation depends on becoming a house of prayer. The future of your own personal life. And all that you want to see God do depends on it becoming a house of prayer. Friends, your future is not rocket science. You don't have to be intelligent. You don't have to go to have a degree. You don't have to be the smartest person in this auditorium. It comes down to one word, and that word is prayer. Put God first, pray, and then watch what God will do. Would you stand with me, please, all across our campuses? I want you to get with one other person. Just ask God and pray for them that in these three areas, these three houses, that they will grow in prayer this year. If I can have a keyboard just for a minute, too, as well. Would you just pray for one other person right across the campus to pray that their personal life will be a house of prayer, their home will be a house of prayer, and Church Unlimited will be a house of prayer as well. You've got one minute to do this, please. Thank you, Father. Spirit of God, Spirit of God, Spirit of God, Thank you, Jesus. Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Wonderful Jesus. Spirit of the Lord. Spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Father. 30 more seconds, church. Yes, God. Make me a house of prayer. Make me a house of prayer. God, I pray, Make Church Unlimited, a house of prayer. Father, we thank You and we bless You. We thank You and we bless You, God. We worship You in Jesus' name. Mmm. Mm. Amen. Let's uh, wrap up those prayers. I know you love to pray. You're great at praying. Thank you so much for praying. And hey, once you've finished the service, you can keep praying on that one as well. The second key that we see to revival in the upper room is unity. One accord. And Church Unlimited, we're champions for unity in the body of Christ. And at Open Heaven, the session I've been given to do is on unity in the church which I'm really excited about doing that. But to see everything I've talked about right now is going to require all campuses coming into greater alignment and greater unity than ever before. It's not like we don't have unity, that we don't have alignment, but the more blessing you want, the more unity you need. So we need to take unity to the next level. Psalm 133, where there's unity, God commands the blessing. And so I'm going to ask every one of us as individuals to be champions of prayer and champions of unity. Will you tell the person next to you, be a champion for unity? <laughs> you take that on and you watch what God will do in and through your life. 1 Corinthians 10, and 10, 11. Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing. Be no divisions among you. Everyone say, no divisions? No divisions. Uh, not that there would be, but every uh, so often one sneaks in the corner. A little demon just slides in, catches people unawares, and before you know it, boom, there's clashes and eruptions, and people fly in different directions. It's so damaging, you know. People get really hurt over this stuff. So anyway, moving along. Uh, all speak the same, no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly, that's a big word, isn't it? Joined together in the same mind. And in the same judgment, for it has been declared to me concerning you, my brethren, by those of closed households, that there are contentions among you. Hey, i sent a prophetic word today. It's going to come up to you on, on the slide, which I just want you to, you might want to take a photo of this, because I just felt that it had a lot of stuff that is really important for us across campuses in 2020. So the word that was sent to me today was delay no longer. In other words, God is not going to delay any longer. He's ready to work. He's ready to move. Everything is ramped up. There is an acceleration. And the prophetic word said our response needs to be this, more supportive of the vision. More supportive of the vision. More united. Embrace changes joyfully and humbly. Next slide. As God draws nearer, it will be a season of increased blessing and breakthrough. Wow. Start to expect that in our services, folks. Start to expect it in your life as God's presence comes. See, with His presence, His power, There's breakthrough. It goes on and says, remaining under the church's hedge of protection is more important than ever before. It's more important now. In other words, don't drift You don't get sidelined, don't get distracted, don't You know, move away from the body of believers and kind of run hither and thither. Stay under the, you know, there's a hedge of protection. When you're a part of a church body, you want to be enwrapped around it. You want to keep yourself inside it and stay under the protection because we need one another to protect ourselves, friends. So stay under that protection. 2020 is a year we must make room, make more room for God. Make more room for God in your life, friends. Think about that. More room for God. More room for prayer. More room for worship. More room for church. More room for small groups. More room for being in youth or children's, whatever it is. More room for God. It's a great challenge, isn't it? I've made more room for God. I really have. A lot more room. It's changed my life. Never felt better, as I said. Never been more peaceful. Never been more joyful. You make more room for God, friends, it's a package deal. Everything comes with it. Everything comes with it. Tell the person next to you, come on, make more room for God. You can do it. You can do it. Just start with five more minutes a day. That's all. Make it then 10. Make it more 20. Whatever it is, just keep making more room for God. One way to be in unity is for all of us to join together at New Zealand and beyond 2020. That's how we get aligned. That's how we get united. That's how we have one vision and one place with one purpose and one one desire to see the church of New Zealand revived and to see New Zealand and nations turn to Jesus. Friends, this conference is not about Church Unlimited. I think you know that now. It's about our nation. It's about the Church of New Zealand. It's about the body of Christ. It's about the nations of the world. This is an incredibly unselfish conference, if you like. It's why our name's not in there. It's about New Zealand. It's about the nations. You know, just as individuals have a calling... Churches have a calling, but nations also have a calling. Some of you may not know that the prophetic call on New Zealand is to reach New Zealand and to fulfill its great missionary call to the nations. That's God's mandate on this nation. You could summarize the call of God on New Zealand with these three words, New four words, New Zealand and beyond. In an extraordinary way, God has placed the call of this nation upon Church Unlimited. Now, we're not the only ones, but we are among those called to help fulfill the destiny of this nation. It's an incredible privilege. It's an unbelievable honor that I sometimes have to pinch myself to believe that God's called us to do this. It's a challenge, but I believe we're up for the challenge. Bring revival to New Zealand beyond is our corporate calling. So it needs a whole Church Unlimited family. That's why we keep begging with everyone, please come, please come and help us, join us at the conference. Because we just can't do it on our own. We just need everybody to be a part of it. We're a family together, all of us, called together, all across our campus, Tai to Sydney. I know there's a great team coming from Sydney, all that distance, awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Paying thousands of dollars to get here, or hundreds, whatever it is, costs, these, they're getting cheaper all the time, get to Australia, I think, but anyway, uh, that's another story. Um, but they're going to be coming, and so that's why we'd like, you know, we keep in, in, encouraging people uh, for us to join together with one single vision to reach New Zealand and the nation. This year, New Zealand Beyond is going to be very different from previous years. So just listen for the next couple of minutes. Uh, each night, we're going to have a 30 minute pre conference I don't know what the word, right word for it is, but a pre conference session or show or presentation. So on the first night, we've got the Waitoto Choir. Now, they're an extraordinary, extraordinary choir that uh, just go all around the world. They, they're so good. They draw huge crowds wherever they go. We've managed to get them for the first night of our conference. I believe it's going to be just a tremendous opening uh, night for our conference. So, you know, make sure you get along to that one and bring your family and bring your friends uh, to be a part of that. And then the next two nights, which is Thursday, Friday night and Saturday night, again, 30 minutes before, and there's going to be... Um, items and dances of an international flavor, mostly put together by people in our church and some from other churches. So the different nations of the world, but like our, our, our uh, you know, national, international nights that we have, uh, the different ones that we have, we're gonna have some of those that are gonna perform on each of those nights and just bring a presentation Because this is the part of the and beyond of our conference. It's New Zealand and beyond. So we want to showcase the and beyond, you know, so people catch a vision that New Zealand needs to be reached, but we need to reach the nations of the world. So God's put it in our heart to just change this conference around. It's going to be different to any other conference I believe that you've ever been to. And um, I think it's going to be a really exciting time uh, for all of us. And we can bring family and friends along as well. And this year, God has added another and beyond conference. So coming up, May 1 to 3 will be our very first Ukraine and beyond conference in Kiev. Book your tickets now. Yeah, come to New Zealand and beyond. Come to Auckland. Come to Christchurch. Come to UK and beyond. Come to Ukraine and beyond. I mean, I'm going to all of them. pretty Exciting, eh? Who reckons that's pretty exciting, eh? It's really cool. When God's with you, you just never know what He's going to do. That one came out of the blue. Just over a period of about six, eight weeks, just came together bang, bang, bang. It was just amazing. Just the goodness of God. But you know what the interesting thing is? 27 years ago, when I was in India, leaving, during those encounters with God, God spoke to me and he said, Kiev, Kiev, 27 years it's taken. I'm telling you, prophecies are going to be fulfilled. Things that you thought were never going to come to pass, they are going to come to pass. If they were genuinely from God, they will come to pass. I mean, that's just for me, because God spoke that to me. I know it's a God thing. A couple more things that we're going to do at conference this year. Listen carefully. On the first night of New Zealand Beyond, I'm going to call for hopefully 100-plus pastors at the end of the first night to join me on the platform, and together we're going to do something prophetic that God has laid on my heart. And we're going to unite together, and we're going to invite the great Holy Spirit into the nation of New Zealand. As representative leaders of this nation, we want to open the door. It's not like the Holy Spirit is not here. But friends, he needs to know he is so welcome in our nation, that he is desired in our nation, that we want him to break out in our nation. We want to see a revival from the north to the south, the east to the east. We're going to say, come, great Holy Spirit. We welcome you into this nation. I'm going to. I'm believing this is going to be a significant prophetic moment for our nation That it's going to change the course of history for New Zealand. Of course, others are going to do stuff as well. We're not the only ones, but boy come for that night. If you don't come to any other part of the conference, come for that part. Be a part. Just say, hey, when we welcome the Holy Spirit to New Zealand, just, you'll be able to say, I was there. Yeah. And tell everyone else that you know to be there as well. But there's a second prophetic action that God's laid on my heart. It comes from Ezekiel twenty-two thirty 30 to 31, which says this. So I sought for a man among them who would make up a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land, that I should not destroy it. But I found no one. Therefore, I've poured out my indignation on them. I've consumed them with the fire of my wrath. I think you would agree with me, friends, that our nation and many nations of the world are being consumed by God's indignation and by the fire of His wrath. There's disasters, there's tragedies, there's problems abound, whichever way you look, friends. There's only one thing that can protect our nation. There's only one thing that can put a stop to some of the stuff that's taking place. And that is to answer the call and to build a wall of protection, a wall of intercession to stop the inroads of Satan coming into our nation. So on the platform, on one of the nights, what we're going—I'm going to call for a whole group of people. We're going to stand on that platform together, friends, and we are going to build a wall of intercession. We're going to build a wall of protection for our nation that we will believe is going to it's not going to finish it, but friends, it's going to stop the suicides or reduce the suicide, reduce the abortions, the bullying, the domestic abuse, the violence, the murders, the alcoholism, the drug abuse. You know, kids being far running away from God and and families in complete disarray. Friends, we need to build a wall, a wall of protection, a wall of defense, a wall of intercession, friends, to keep the enemy out of this nation as best we can. And we're going to invite the Holy Spirit to come in and take over New Zealand so it will be a land that belongs to Jesus Christ. So we're going to do that on one of the nights as well. Again, I'm going to believe for a, a, a strong prophetic declaration statement to our nation. And we're not willing to stand by and watch New Zealand go down the drain. But we're going to build a wall, a wall of intercession. And we're going to tell the devil, enough is enough. You've come far enough. We're drawing a line in the sand. You are coming no further into this nation. We are making a stand. We are resisting you in Jesus' name. And we are driving you out of New Zealand. As I conclude, with Christchurch, New Zealand and beyond, we need 50 volunteers to help us run that conference. Things have changed down there, so we need to run it ourselves. There's a sign up form in the desk. Please, I want you to come to Auckland and Christchurch as well because we don't wanna lose strength out of Auckland, but hey, if you can help us with that, please do sign up for that tonight. Also, if you've not yet registered for Auckland, you can do so at the information desk at the end of the service. Would you consider, if you have a heart, passion, desire to see this whole thing come together, would you consider buying a ticket or an extra ticket and find someone else that you can bring along? And may the voice and the trumpet call of this conference go out far and wide all across our nation. Would you stand with me, please, as the musicians would come? I believe 2020 will be an extraordinary year of God's favor and God's voicing. and God's calling us as a church to bring back the ark of His presence, the manifest presence and power of God. That's the only hope of the church. It's the only hope of our lives, friends. The presence power we have right now is just not enough. We need a whole lot more, and God's ready to come. He's ready to answer that cry, And in all of this, as God works and moves in our our midst, friends, and moves in your life, and you see prophecies fulfilled, prayers, answered, breakthroughs, and encounters, it's all for the glory of God. This is all to lift up the name of Jesus. This is all to magnify Him. He is the greatest of all. When you begin the pursuit of God, you begin to understand that it's all about Him. It's all about His praise. It's all about lifting up His name and glorifying Him because he is worthy of it all. Let's sing it. Why don't you lift your hands to the Lord, please? Give him glory, give him praise. You are worthy of it all. You worthy of it all. You worthy of it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Come on, lift your voices. You are, of it all. you are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve, you deserve the glory. Sing it again. You are worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all, you're worthy of it all, for from you are all things, things, and to you are all things, You you deserve the glory, you're worthy of it all, one more time. ¡Pero!